0: Welcome to the Conquer Your Battlefield podcast, where we come together to discuss some of the more significant struggles and metaphorical battlefields that we've faced along our journeys and share some insight on how we've conquered them. I'm JD McGibney, and today I'll be chatting with one of the kindest people that I've ever met in my entire life, the extremely talented guitar slinger of the band's Orphanland and the Secret Saints, ever humble and always smiling, my Israeli brother from another mother, Mr. Hen Balbus. How are you doing today, buddy?
1: Thank you very much for having me, brother. Thank you so much. I've been waiting for a long while to do this with you, and I'm glad you gave me that chance. So, thank you for having me aboard.
0: Yeah, well, thank you. You're, like I said, one of my favorite people on the entire planet. So, thank you for being here. You
1: are oceans, o- <laughs> oceans away and still in love. Exactly. See, little hearts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Today,
0: or balls for <laughs> upside down. today we're going to be talking about stress management for those who are not fully aware of what stress management is stress management is a wide spectrum of techniques and psychotherapies aimed at controlling a person's level of stress especially chronic stress usually for the purpose of and for the motivation of improving everyday functioning according to the american institute of stress in a 2019 study About 55% of Americans suffer from stress on a daily basis, and 83% of workers suffer from workplace stress. There is also a high correlation between stress and depression. With similar statistics spreading around the world, it is important for individuals to learn how to manage their stress in order to to not feel overwhelmed. Developing stress-relieving habits such as regular exercise, meditation and practicing mindfulness are some examples of how to conquer stress on a daily basis. Ken, you've had an active life from growing up living in Israel, serving in the military, building a successful career in the entertainment industry, as well as having an eventful personal life. In your experiences, how do you feel that you regularly are able to handle stress on a daily basis? And do you feel that you've gotten better at managing it as time has gone on?
1: I'll, I'm glad you asked. I'll start from uh, the last part of it. I do think I've gotten better throughout the years. It takes a lot, a lot of self-awareness of acknowledging I have this problem and this problem and this stresses me out. This makes me feel like that. And once you're very aware of that, it's easier, I think, to manage it, to write it down, to look at it and just figure out what are my options to make it a little bit better and true truth as it is i grew up in israel and israel is obviously not the easiest environment in the world <laughs> uh throughout wars throughout the military and uh just in general the things i experience here are not something you'd call normal everywhere um uh, But in a way, I I think it helped me in kind of a way, the fact that I grew up living those things due to the fact that this is normal for me. I'm not terrified, I'm not stressed by it as people would see it on the TV. It seems as something normal for me. That's how I grew up to learn that nothing's happening. It's just fireworks. Deadly ones, but fireworks. (laughs) And, yeah,
0: that's it's, a That's a, a very interesting uh, thing that, you know, you're pointing out is the fact that you, uh, you know, you grew up in a very tumultuous environment, you know, that's been, you know, a very, you know, for lack of a better term, stressful, uh, you know, place. You know, do you feel that you have become desensitized to a lot of things because of the fact that you were born and raised in Israel?
1: um in a way in a way i was but i i do feel some things i just i don't feel like it consumes me anymore i would i would say i would look at like videos of people suffering across the world and stuff like that stuff that usually happens on tv and Mm -hmm. people would go out Riot over it and like uh, I don't know what's the right word of you know the signs, um, protesting, protesting yeah and stuff like that uh, for this thing and that thing and I appreciate activists but this is not usually the way to do it and it doesn't usually change so so I look at it from a different perspective of a calm manner and more logical manner, how to actually solve problems. Interesting. So I consider stress uh, and stress management a logical thing that you can robotically cure somehow. Oh, so,
0: do you feel, that's your perspective right now in, in this moment. Um, do you feel that you've always been that way or do you feel like you've had to learn how to uh, you know approach stress in that manner do you like, were you know were you did you have this mentality when you were like you know 10 11 12 years old or is this something that's more recent
1: i haven't uh, i'm till this very day i experience uh, different things if you, not just uh, wars and like global mm-hmm. matters and personal yeah. matters as well like i myself am a guy who's in a band and I perform in front of a lot of people, and I'm actually a shy kind of guy, but I remember myself, a 15-year-old boy, and uh, there was this school concert, and I really wanted to play, but I was always this fat, shy guy, (laughs) and, you know, there was this moment of, like, to be or not, to be, like, am I doing this or not, and... I just switched that part in my head. And I told myself, I want this more, rather than being the stressful, shaky kind of guy. So OK, you'll shake for a moment. No one will die from that. So,
0: It's, uh, it's a very uh, important thing that I think you're, you're pointing out. And it's, it's very, just the way you're breaking it down, it's very similar to uh, a technique called uh, mindfulness. Uh, and just for sort of like the people who are listening in or watching who, who aren't uh, familiar with what mindfulness is uh, it's kind of just being aware, like self-aware in the moment of yourself and how you're feeling. Uh, and it, it kind of sounds like when, you know, you had like that, that moment when you were 15, you were very aware of how you felt. And you're like, Oh, you know, I feel this way, but like, I really want this. And then you you took the time to really think of everything and like work everything out. And you're like, well, if I just, if I, go with how I'm feeling and kind of let that guide me, it's going to give me like a short term. Uh, uh, it's going to give me a short term resolution, whereas like the long term is I really want this thing because I know it's going to make me feel even better than just avoiding the awkward situation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I realized throughout the year, throughout a lot of situations where you just take it logically and consider what are my options? when I'm in a stress matter and I'm in a situation where I don't feel well, what's the best option for me? Cause I know usually considering also not just for myself, just as looking around the world about people, I appreciate people. I think that are impressive with how they react to environment and how they respond and stuff like that. They are able able to do that. And I keep, trying to impose that on myself about what I, maybe I myself can do that as well, if they could. So that's my method when I'm just feeling like that.
0: Well, that's a... Uh, becomes reality. What was
1: that? It became reality uh, for me. Uh,
0: well, that's yeah, well, I'm, very impressive that you're able to like be so self-aware and like apply such a, a positive, uh, you know, a positive tool into like your daily life but i think you're you're leading into another uh topic that i think would be good to cover and it's you were saying you you look to like these other people people that you looked up to uh people that you respected and you saw them doing this and you're like oh i want to be able to do that this way i can you know move forward with with my life do you feel that there has been uh times in your life where you've looked up the people that you've looked up to like family members you know uh, icons role models that you've uh, they've given you advice or they've talked to you and you feel that you, you've had to pl- like appease them in some way that you felt that their opinion or their, their input, you know, added to some level of stress. Say, you know, you wanted to do one thing, but like your, your role model was like, Oh, maybe you should do this instead. Have you, have you felt that in your life?
1: I, I do actually till this very day, I'm 29 and I still feel that c- from my older brothers who consider oh. me the little one and my family who wants this kind of things for me mm-hmm. but I'm always trying to tell them I respect what you're saying to me <laughs> I'll still I'm still gonna do what I need to do because that's how feel. well but I'll consider what you just said to me I'll consider it might help it might not it is in the, an in, individual thing so that's the way to approach it
0: that's that's a very healthy way to approach it too because it's also you're you're acknowledging you know the information they're giving and you're acknowledging the respect that you have for them but at the same time you're letting them know in a very you know uh respectful way that you're setting a boundary you're like i will take this information but i need to do ultimately what's best for for myself um how do you feel how do you feel that you're able to have that conversation because i you know speaking from personal experience that has been an issue that i've had where it's you know people that I've looked up to you know family members, role models, whatnot you know i I've always felt um, I felt that I did not want to disappoint them, so a lot of the decisions that I've made in the past have been you know trying to appease them while trying to do what I wanted to do, but more often than not putting uh what I felt was best for me you know on the sidelines and you know doing all these other things for other people so how is it that you sir um, have been able to establish that healthy boundary between yourself
1: and these people? Um, it is a very difficult one. Uh, I did not handle it very well years ago. I either, there were many times where I just had fights and uh, arguments over those things I was told about because I'm very aware of what I want and I will fight for my principles no matter who it is so it usually went there but at some point I did not want it to go there I did not want it to go this way so I learned that you should sometimes embrace what they're saying uh, smile (laughs) (laughs) and just do your own thing and let it go interesting because you know you'll always have different opinions and you know those people are up for your best but eventually it's you against the world no matter what in the end of the day we're all going to sleep alone even with the loved one we're all alone and it's not a bad thing but you need to know how to handle yourself with all those situations.
0: Yeah, because so, you know, ultimately like you're you're saying, it's like you have to live your life, you know, you know, your best friend doesn't have to live your life for you, or like your mom and dad don't have to live your life for you. It's like you have to live your own life. So you know, whatever they might feel is best for you isn't necessarily what you feel is best for yourself.
1: Yeah. It's always the, the same situation. Your feeling is your own feeling and only you can feel that your family can have, or whatever, anyone can have an, an impression of what you feel or may feel. Like, let's say, for example, I've had a talk with someone I care about, which he had a plan to make me have more money because he could see how I can have a lot of money and what I need to do. But I told him, I can see how it makes me more depressed. I, I, I see that you have a pattern, but I can see how it makes me more depressed. I'll think about it. I appreciate it but yeah yeah
0: Thank that's you. that's a very that's a very good example of you know listening to the person you know analyzing what it is that they're giving you and then you know again setting a healthy boundary because you know what you know is healthy for you mentally and what's not healthy for you mentally and just being able to like have that conversation and in a way that it was very healthy, it was very respectful and it didn't end up in a, a verbal argument, which, you know, it, a lot of people, you know, it tend to do, sense. Yeah, you know, setting, setting healthy boundaries uh, and not taking, you know, taking a conversation like that personally, where it's like, you know, someone's trying to give you, a, you know, their advice. It's not that they're demeaning you. It's just that they're like, oh, I have some information I think you might find helpful. Which you know is you know someone saying hey I care about you I want to you know give you this you know it might come in handy as opposed to you know you're not worthy.
1: Mm-hmm. There, there's a, also a vice versa to that thing. Uh, like let's say in my in my case, the kind of person I am, who I'm, am I with my friends? If I personally see a problem with my friends, I'll go straight at it and tell them right away which also will cause a few troubles for me like with our relationships telling someone how to live their life it, it causes problems cuz cause you don't always align the same and eventually you got you got to understand that you're you pr- you might be pushing away that person from you just by trying to help and sometimes letting go Usually, always letting go is the right way to handle things, but either vice versa or yeah.
0: You know. Yeah, no, you, you have to be able to identify like healthy boundaries and conversations. And again, not take things, you know, personally. I have mm-hmm. a question moving on yeah. to, uh, yes. you know, di- different uh, environments. You know, being a musician, being in entertainment uh, in general is you know it's difficult because a lot of times especially if you're on the entertainment side if you're in front of the camera if you're on the stage you know a lot of times you know your 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 job isn't you know considered like normal you don't have that 9 to 5 situation you're not necessarily going into an office every day you know you don't have to like do the business casual thing like you're not reporting to a boss you are your own boss so that being said you know you're you're basically Uh, a private contractor you're running your own business do you how do you feel that you have dealt with uh the stressors that just naturally come along with you know being a small business owner and you know on top of that being in front of the camera and then being someone who is you know pretty constantly in the public eye how do you feel that you're able to balance you know those stresses and those triggers
1: um I'm still figuring that one out. Actually, <laughs> I mean it doesn't get any easier. But um, I learned I learn along the way. I sometimes I really wish people taught me those those things at school rather mm-hmm. than literature. Like I what do we say. need?
0: What do we know? Py, why do we need the Pythagorean theorem? Just teach me how to not be stressed. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I prefer to to know how to handle finances and stuff like that instead. That's Uh, another good point. Yeah. So, it took me a long while, and I was, uh, like like I said, for years, I was in a different kind of mood. But uh, as I was younger, obviously, things seemed like a dream, like a dream come true. And the more you get older, and your priorities change, and like right now you want to become a family man and uh, you want to uh, to find more income cuz the band is not enough right now cuz there's covid so oh yeah that's that's a big a, thing too as a small business owner and like being shut down all of a sudden uh it's you're not relaxed
0: <laughs> yeah you're,
1: like- you're not relaxed you're constantly thinking about what Am I going to do, and it takes a lot of time to snap out of it,
0: yeah, especially for you guys, you guys were you know pretty regularly like touring and going out, and if you know if I'm correct, you know that doing that was like a big source of like the band's revenue, the business's revenue, and you know being shut down for a year and a half, two years, you know has some pretty pretty heavy uh tolls on the finances you know I can imagine
1: finances and uh, personal feelings how how you want to continue doing that if you want to continue doing that considering the current situation
0: yeah yeah no it's definitely very stressful do you feel that like the tools that you've learned you know over time have been able to be applied you know during the past like you know year and a half two years during covid to keep you uh kind of grounded and able to kind of like look at things uh in a more rational like aspect and not just be consumed by the emotional context of like oh my god what am i gonna do
1: that that's where i'm lucky <laughs> that's where I'm lucky i since ever since that 15 year old concert uh things have been more rational rather than being emotional. It, it has been emotional, but it was contained very well. And uh, when COVID happened, I considered it as a, as a, I don't know, like a complete stop to understand life, which was good for me. And it, ma- it made me realize that I'm not a kid anymore and I want other things in life right now Hmm. which requires me to do other things. And I done the math. I studied what I needed to do to overcome that and become that person. And I, I did. Oh, fantastic. I mean, it, it took a lot of time. And if, you, if you're referring more to the question how it applied, mm-hmm. I knew from the beginning from a guy starting in a band when I was 17, knowing how hard it was to get to the point where I'm at today, I knew that beginnings, that that always stayed with me. I knew that beginnings take time. Mm -hmm. You just don't get what you want in a day unless you're extremely lucky. (laughs) It's it's usually not the case.
0: Unless you just happen to win the
1: lottery. Yeah, it's usually not the case and you need to be aware of that. And once you're aware of that, you always, fuel yourself when you're in that kind of stress of fuck something is not happening it's not happening today i'm not earning money for like Mm -hmm. a month already and nothing is happening no one is approaching me for work yeah that's a that's
0: a really good point that i think you're bringing up is sometimes like you know us as you know people sometimes get lost like in the heat of the moment especially if we're feeling like extra emotional about something or if we feel like there's like extra stress on us it's hard to it's like we have blinders on it's really hard to see the bigger picture so the fact that you're pointing out it's like okay i'm aware that like i'm not gonna see results immediately or like because of where i am it's hard to see you know the the long the long view uh like the long you know what the the end result for where i am but like you're just you just know for a fact just from like past experiences and from just like learning outside from just like mentors and whatnot that the you know certain steps lead to other you know to certain steps so you have to just continue with those things and then you'll be able to you know in the future look back and be like oh i see where things have led you know brings you to you know where you want to be but being aware that it takes time to see results is, is a big it's a big thing
1: yeah yeah everything takes time no matter what you do unless you're lucky
0: <laughs> unless so. you're lucky and win the lottery which uh, you know
1: speaking of, let's when go get some lottery out of tickets. The money, <laughs> it ever works. I've been trying. Mm. Uh
0: how do I you think. how do you feel that uh your uh I guess how do you feel that your stress with being in a band, uh, you know, following the the, the path less traveled, as they say. Uh relates to your personal relationships say with like your family like your parents your you said that your, your brothers you know kind of sometimes you know still treat you like you know the baby and that you kind of like, you know yeah, they, they approach you with that mentality so how do you feel yeah. that the I imagine there's stress involved with that kind of dynamic how do you feel that you're able to deal with with that on a regular basis being that like one you are the baby and then two, you've kind of like gone into the entertainment industry, which, you know, sometimes, you know, people uh, have, you know, misconceptions about, and then they apply that to, you know, those people. So how, how do you feel that you're able to deal with, with that on a daily basis?
1: I acknowledge that I have multiple uh, personalities. I'm not sure if personalities, <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure, but I have multiple Uh, ways to to apply to every situation i'm at i i know that here i'm this guy with this group i'm this guy and it's okay we all have like different mentalities with different people that's how the way it should work and you cannot always combine them it is parts of who you are It, it is it's just who you're trying to build yourself like whenever you just throw yourself into a into an environment you can be whoever you want to be and that's what you control and some of those situations like let's say with family you're thrown into that and that shaped part of you
0: yeah, you don't so, get to pick your family you're kind of just born into it
1: yeah you're you're born into that and that it is what it is but as for the rest of your life you just choose who you want to be and um, that's my case. I chose to be the different oh, I found a word. the different persona.
0: Ah, there you go. Uh, that's I really important the- too. Uh, you know you, you you've mentioned it a couple of times in different settings is that the fact that you focus uh, on the things that you have control over as opposed to you know letting the things that you you don't have any control over you know, like l- you know lead your your train of thought. So you focus on like I can control this, I can control, you know, how I behave. So I I think that's, you know, a very important thing that you keep you've mentioned multiple times.
1: Yeah. If you take like, let's say my family dynamics of how they consider me sometimes as the baby and now coming as a experienced 29 year old guy and telling my mom about finances and stuff like that, it's a little bit hard to tell a 70 year old woman when she has her experience, she doesn't really follow that. She tries, but she has her experience. So the way to deal with such things is expect that she, like like previous questions. You can't always change change everything, but you can always change yourself and the way you approach it.
0: Yeah, and it seems you know like from all the examples that you've shared, you know, so far, like you're you're very. You you make sure that you're very respectful of the person that you're you're having an interaction with, you know if they are giving you advice or they're having a conversation, you make sure to uh, listen and it sounds like you make sure to make sure that they know uh, that you're paying attention that you're listening, but at the same time you know you're you're setting healthy boundaries uh, in in a healthy way when you're having those those conversations, so it's a, it's a matter of listening letting the person know that you're listening but also making sure that they understand that you have you know things that you want to do and not just taking things personally
1: yeah or completely avoiding that
0: or completely <laughs> avoiding them. it's like nah it's not going to pick up the phone for this person
1: yeah, when you just, i call it choosing your fights yeah where you see that some sentences, and when you know who's in front of you what will lead to where and you just okay, do I really want to go there? So I can keep that to myself. <laughs> I went into a lot of fights in my life over things I would say I could have just said nothing and nothing would have changed. Everyone would go still separate ways.
0: Yeah, that's also you know a good point you're making as well. Yeah, you know, sometimes we just yeah, you know, it doesn't make sense just to like point something out. It's like, oh man, I really don't like how you, you know. Arrange the books on your bookshelf. It's like, you know, is it going to change anyone's life if you mention it? No, but you know that person might be like, oh, why you, you know, why do you care? And might create tension where there doesn't need to be tension. So that is good advice. Pick your fights. Throwing
1: throwing a match into into into, you know like I don't know the phrase, but you get gasoline. Bad idea. Yeah, (laughs) doesn't work. I mean, they know it. You know it. No one needs to mention it.
0: Exactly. It's like we could just continue life as is and it, no one would care. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> well, thank
0: you very much for taking the time to share some of your insight, Hen. In, and thank you for taking the time to chat today.
1: Thank you for having me once again. Here's that heart oh. and the
0: Heart and the balls. Heart and the balls. <laughs> and balls. I truly believe that... Is- that- I truly believe that the more that we as a society feel comfortable opening up about our struggles, the more it will help others to realize that they are not alone. Everyone has the inner strength to face whatever life puts along their path. So thank you again for taking the time to chat and thank you to everyone that is tuned into this episode. If anyone watching finds that they are struggling with their mental health, please do not be afraid to reach out to your friends, family, or a mental health professional. I'll place a link in the description of this video. I will have some information and connections to further resources. And until next time, remember, you always have the strength to conquer your battlefield.